No Gods, No Monsters contains spoilers, profanity, and substance use. You wiped out years of research, millions of dollars of work. Oh, whatever. I'm sure Walter has it in his couch cushions. You're such a disappointment. <laughs> Looking at Ringo gifts. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I um I signed off. So I'm on Teams all day for work. So like I get bored like 20 times a day, and I just look up gifts to send to one of my friends. Um, the one who I mentioned, uh, she defined fatwa in her last episode. Um, hmm. I don't know if that made it in or not, but uh, I did. Okay. When I when I said bye to her yesterday, I sent her a Ringo gift, and I said. I just said peace and love, peace and love. So then when I signed on this morning, I looked up another Ringo gift to say uh, peace and love, peace and love, but morning style. And uh, one of the top Ringo gifts was one with Ringo talking to David Lynch. And I was just like, I, I really want to know the context of that uh, conversation. Yeah. It, is Ringo into transcendental meditation? You know, that is a very good question. <laughs> We're going to resolve this right now. <laughs> Mike Love from the Beach Boys is so. Uh, it would make sense that the shittiest member of each of those big 60s bands was in the transcendental uh, meditation. That has to be the overlap. That's the yeah. only thing that survived the Beatles era, yeah. is that. Yeah, transcendental med- Yeah, uh, he's a transcendental meditation guy. It doesn't shock <laughs> like... me one bit. No. He's a conservative now, but he's in the transcendental meditation because that's all you need. Is he a conservative now? No he way. was for Brexit. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. Ringo was? Yeah. Yeah. Peace and love, peace and love, but no immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to No Gods, No Monsters. We're the anti-capitalist guide you and monster movie podcast in a world where no one's coming to save us. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Rabbit. I'm Charlie, aka the Salmon of Knowledge. <laughs> and I'm Bardo. And today we're talking about the second half of the first season of Monarch Legacy of Monsters. So that's episodes six through ten. Just so you all know, for folks who are watching at home, next time we're going to be talking about Bartow. You want to tell everybody your pick again? 28 days later, and we're talking about it with my wife. (laughs) Your wife. Awesome. So stoked to have Pinko on the show. Nice, Charlie. Uh, After that, I believe... We're going to be talking about 1992's Godzilla versus Mothra. We're going back to the Heisei era. It's been like long 18 time. years or something. Feels like yeah. a very long time. Bill Clinton, here we come. We're almost there. Just a couple <laughs> more Godzilla movies and we're coming for you, Bill. Uh, by the way, if you don't know already, you can check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash NoGodsPod. Thank you to everybody who supported us already there, uh, including Captain Anarchy, our uh, Salmon of Knowledge level subscriber. Thank you, Captain Anarchy. And we've had new people since we recorded the last episode. Thank you specifically to y'all as well. Um, Patreon.com, a dollar a month will get you bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, and other stuff. So check it out. All right. 
we don't have a synopsis this time, right? We're just going in. Yeah. Uh, Barto said he was gonna. You do keep a everything. Oh yeah. You just keep doing there. this. You keep making this do. bit, and and I keep telling <laughs> you I? no, I don't. Yeah. There's like three or four episodes where. So the first time he came on, he did this <laughs> as a guest. Okay, I remember doing it the, the very first time. But I don't remember doing it. Any you did other it like time. two or three weeks ago. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> it's fine. I was right to do it then, and I was right to do it now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm assuming nobody did any extracurricular research this time. No, no. There was something sweet. I thought of something funny to say when you asked that earlier, but I don't remember what it was. So sick, <laughs> solid. Let's leave that in. Uh, Let's dive right in, folks. Monarch Legacy of Monsters, Season 1. It has concluded. It is over. We're covering the first six episodes. We're going to go through them one at a time. But first, general thoughts. Who wants to start? This is my least favorite thing I've ever watched, like, for this show. Wow. The, the, the thing that, like, I, I, I dreaded. I put Why? this off until last night. Uh, I, I've been, like dreading having to spend five hours watching this thing and you know what i was right to dread it and it wasn't my dread that made me dislike the show it just reinforced all of the things i thought already yeah i'm very glad we didn't uh after you saying that i'm very glad we didn't have uh the guest on we originally planned to have on who really liked that we were going to have on because he really liked the show <laughs> Because that would have seemed like we just had him on to pick on him. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we picked apart the first five episodes a lot. We were pretty brutal, but we also kept being like, but we, like, enjoy watching it. It's fine enough. And I still was like, at the time, this is one of the worst shows I've watched in a long time. But it was like, fine enough. I am not there anymore. I fucking do not like this show. It got worse. I do. This is the worst TV show that I have watched in so many years. There's, like... It's fine for parts of it, but it's like, they don't give a shit. They don't care at all. The actors, most of them, some of them are okay. Most of them fucking suck so many balls. And like, the there's just so many things that are like, wh- you want me to believe that? And then you want me to believe that that person would do that? And then you want me to believe that, like, the characters have no human, no realness at all. No. I really really dislike this show i i've been talking to um to my spouse about the idea of like when writing a um a convincing character like a good way to give someone you're creating like life is to like make them a little contradictory like throw that in there and all of a sudden like they're they feel like a three-dimensional person but this show just just in there's no access at all for anybody for them to like realize like oh that's a little contradictory you know there's none of that it's no one everyone's just like applying around on a board there's no like <laughs> no one has any meaning behind what they do or any oh so frustrating i'm i'm really hoping that charlie you have a slightly different take just to balance us out a bit where are you at charlie yeah it's fine um i think i liked these episodes more than i liked the first five uh whoa even right. though I love Hell this, yeah. even though I felt like there was like one and a half episodes in there with with all the May stuff that I was just like, I don't give a shit about this. This is all stupid. Uh, May stupid. Um, even though, yeah, there, I could have deleted all that stuff. Um, but I don't know. It's uh, it was dumb. It was fine. 
it was I, I i kind of like wasn't the worst way to pass some time i guess i would have rather have been watching some movies or something good um but yeah i don't know tv sucks but this was this was a uh, average tv you're show. not charlie you don't watch tv you're not a lot this is the one of the worst shows i've seen in 10 years like this is not average like tv to me at least it's like I don't know. I can't get out of my head that last time you're like, this shows why I don't watch TV. That you can watch a hundred thousand better shows than this. I maybe you would like TV. I was watching um <laughs> Yeah, if you like this, you might like TV. You should try it. <laughs> I was watching Fario with, with my friend. That was that was that was enjoyable. Um Which season? No, uh, we just started the first season. Um, oh sweet. Yeah, that, I've that, only seen that's the first pretty good. Two, I like them. Uh, um, it's not as good as the movie, though. Uh, no, not even close. But, the Fargo uh, guys doing the Alien series comes out in Coen Brothers are doing the Alien series? No, the Fargo... Oh. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh, I the Fargo guys. The, the TV, and uh, Peter uh, Studa... I can't... Peter are doing the Fargo... Uh, the Alien series? I don't know what's happening. I was trying to remember... <laughs> I was making a joke of the other Fargo guys, as in the two kidnappers in the movie Fargo. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I see. Okay. And they, Got it. I can't remember the other actor's name. Uh, episode six, Fargo. Terrifying Miracles. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. It's It, it's, it shows... It's, you guys are being harsh on it, um, but it's not good. I love the MonsterVerse, and it sucks. I love it. Like, I've rewatched every MonsterVerse movie so many times, and I, this is awful to me, but I, I still, part of me is like, they got me, part of me is like, I'm like, I want there to be more so I know what happens, I just don't want to ever have to watch it, like, I don't want to have to like, I want to read a Wikipedia article and just sum <laughs> it up uh, within, like, 15 minutes of just reading what the what next season is. What happens at the... You guys are interested in what happens after the end of the show? <laughs> Kong. Apex. Only a little bit, because they gave me questions that we'll get into that, like, I I think it's arguable that this show undermines the MonsterVerse, and I want them to have to explain themselves. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know enough we'll, about the MonsterVerse to, to Well, yeah, maybe know. I figured I'd be the only one trying to, do, like, connect it. And I have no... Last time I had a whole, like, this is what this show is doing. This is its green pea. I got nothing now. It's just a fucking wet, sloppy mess. Yeah. But I do have questions about how it connects to the MonsterVerse. So let's dig in. Okay. Because I do think we'll have fun digging in. Because we have fun digging in. Yeah. That's why I brought my shovel today. Hell Yeah. Um, you brought it to your house. <laughs> yeah. So terrifying miracles! Right off the bat, you ripped off. Nope. Great job, everybody. Uh, oh yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Yep. Okay. Yes. Cool. I remember. Uh, nope. Ah. What do you call a bad miracle? Oh, I get it. Nice. Nailed it. <laughs> you all want to start off in the past, nineteen fifty-five? Uh, back when America was great. Did you know that the <laughs> army is? racist in 1955 no 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 what yeah was racist don't you worry yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah contractually i have to say nope <laughs> no no <laughs> uh uh i do think so yeah shaw and keiko at this ball this gala or whatever and then shaw drops the worst pickup line i think i've oh, ever heard by God. ever where and it works uh 
like what I love about children is making them or something yeah. like that. Like, oh, man, it, yeah, it works. Yeah. See, I thought and, I thought it was pretty bad, too. But then it works. And then, like, I wrote it down in my little notebook. Like. Uh, <laughs> I guess it does work. I, I guess I don't. Maybe this is what's wrong with me that I automatically think something like this is bad when it clearly isn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually thought this. They started off this run of episodes okay. Like I will say, I liked the little bit of romance between them. These are two of the better actors on the show, and they did a good job of me being like, oh, okay, there's something here. I kind of like that, but the whole yeah, like. Shaw was being kind of creepy like Keiko doesn't know why Bill isn't there and his reason was shitty and then you're like oh you're like basically manipulating the situation to try to get with Keiko that's fucking weird um his reason was Bill wouldn't look good in a dress right yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what the relationship status with everyone was here so I thought her and Bill were already together me too and this was like Shaw like cucking bill and i was like I, what the fuck i don't think so but the show no. didn't do a good job there's so many changes in time yeah that it's hard to keep track and they shouldn't expect the audience to know like oh this is before the other flashback which is in the future this where they're flirting or where they're together right like i fully believe that they had not uh to put it crudely that keiko had not picked between them yet right mm -hmm. um but and that they're just men, so they I, were both down. I realized that's that the kind of 1955 men they are. I realized that later when um, Randa discovered her son. But yeah, I had like no idea. I thought this was like her, like Shaw, like trying to like, cock him. I was like, and her just like completely being into. It. I was like, this is really weird. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was too. But yeah, it. I I went through the same process as you, Jack. But yeah, I. It, it's fine. It's fine. That they totally. didn't explain it to whatever. Mm -hmm. I should have been writing down what year every single scene <laughs> took place in, but I didn't. You know, ooh, that was my fault. But yeah, the the whole thing though was like, like I liked that they were setting up the romance. I kind of wanted them to get together. It made a little more sense to me than Bill. Whatever no. the actors did a good job, but yeah, the whole Durs, like baby. her pointing out that the military is is bad and that like men are racist at the time and stuff. It's like. Good, but I just feel like if you're not also doing that in 2015, you're just saying that things aren't like that now, you know? But the, this, her relation to the military is the same problem as everyone else's relation to Monarch through the whole thing. Is that like, yeah, this is bad, but like, I don't know what to do about it. And so I'm just going to keep yeah. maintaining, you know, like my relationship with it. And yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's not, they don't say anything by doing this. And I, I agree, yeah. There's no, like, also, they're racist now. You know, there's well, none of I that. I think they were, they were trying to play into this thing that felt interesting when I thought it might lead to something else in this episode of, like, they're playing up the American dream, the two of them, right? They're kind of all of a sudden imagining what it'd be like together, and they're talking about their future suburban life. Like, a military career couldn't, might be okay. Oh, white picket fence. Oh, barbecues with the neighbors oh and then like that's what leads to the i like kids blah, blah blah so they're kind of like imagining becoming normies and like just giving in to this thing that they don't like 
And then later, Shaw in the episode, when he goes to the backyard and sees Puckett and he's deciding between his careerism and following Keiko, he's kind of deciding between those two things. And I guess it is a foundational moment for Shaw to have decided instead of comfort, he wants to go do the adventurous thing. But it, and I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. I just feel like this is the seed of that. It, it, it felt like they're trying to do a political move and instead all it did was, was be like, uh, Shaw rejected that, but it was just for Keiko, who was then mad at him for going anyway. So, like, it just kind of didn't matter. Yep. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yes. Though they were trying to, like, build it up, and then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and it also kind of glosses over, like, Keiko realized it, but, um, that she was trying to, she's, with Monarch, she's trying to do something that she really believes in and thinks is important, and then Shaw is just, like, willing to sacrifice it willy-nilly to try yeah. to chase her. Like, yeah. it obviously doesn't matter as much to him i guess that what she's trying to do here <laughs> which maybe explains some of his feel like maybe that's trying to explain his his regrets as in the future and why mm. he's so desperately trying to fix things but he's i don't know it's just too messy man it's yeah, just so too messy. messy but let's let's keep moving on yeah. um should we talk about the island hataruma island monster island sure yeah why does that Dr. Suzuki know what Titans are? Like, he just is like, you've seen Titans? And he's, and <laughs> I'm like, why do you know what a Titan is? <laughs> I assume it's just, it's he's supposed to be like some some colleague of theirs that they know that they've talked to. And Oh, I thought he was totally unknown to them till now. Oh, I thought that that this is, I yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, so he's a colleague. You'd think they would have asked I mean, I thought they, no, I really think that he was like a quack they heard about and then they went to go find because they're like, who is this guy? What's he doing? What's he like? Yeah, because they had no idea what his device was, you know, like his his uh, monster calling machine was like they didn't know about it until they got there. Which yeah, leads me to believe that they're not really talking. I, I don't know. It was very weird. <laughs> but either way. It's weird that he's been building this Titan calling device and scared everyone away, but he's never used it or seen and, one. Or like, he's, yeah. yeah, but he still names the island Monster Island. Um. <laughs> that's what I, that's like the most empty callback. Like yeah. so much of these connections, most I will say. At least that's an empty callback to, like, old Godzilla universe. Most of the empty callbacks in this show are, like, winks to the camera that you would only get if you've obsessively watched the fucking Monsterverse. Yeah, I caught a couple but, of those, too. But it, it was infuriating to me because I was like, because he, he, like, turns to me, he's like, welcome to Monster Island. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, we're going to, this, we're going to, like, be on Monster <laughs> Island for a while. Like, we're going to have, like, a couple episodes here. We're going to get some monsters. Some monster series, Manila. Like, yeah, Manila's coming. Scene. Hell we're, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. And we never go back to Monster Island. I think that Charlie, this is like uh, you still had faith in like this this uh, pretending that this show is like a political candidate. You had faith at that point in his campaign promises of Monster Island, whereas I was so burned out already. I was like, this isn't fucking Monster Island. They're not going to do shit. Burned I'm not getting health care. Bernie 2024. Is that what I'm hearing you say? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, they uh, they go there. And yeah. did I is when do they is that all that happens this episode there or does Godzilla come this episode? No, he doesn't. No, no, I don't think it's the the next one. Yeah, got it. Um, 
but they he does come in the Algerian desert in this yes. episode. Which oh well, they can't, he comes in the same episode in Algerian desert oh. as so it must be this one. Oh, okay. I just took shitty notes. Me too. Okay. Oh yeah, Godzilla comes out of the water after launching Gamma Simulator. They realize they didn't kill G Man. Right. Yep. Right. 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 Okay. After Keiko and Shaw kiss, but you're right, Charlie. Shaw doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm willing to risk it all. And she's like, I'm not, bro. And that's why she picks Bill. Yeah. And like him going there is like what they're like, okay, then we're going to put someone else in command of. Like yep. he just completely Hack. risks it, flies across the world to be like, I love you. Let's go get a white fence together. And I'm very because he was like, Sorry. and he was being like protective. Like he was yeah. like, Bill. Is she okay? Is she okay? It's like, dude, what? Like, why? Like, it's just gross, dude. You're just being, you're just trying to be like a white and shining armor for a woman who's like a fucking like celebrated fucking amazing scientist and can handle her own shit. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing romantic about him going there. I said it last time. I'll say it again. I don't like you, young Shaw, but I like you, old Shaw, because you <laughs> are Snake Plissken. <laughs> uh... What'd y'all think of Godzilla coming out of the water and stuff? What was that sound he made? Just such a strange sound, but it was fine. I don't remember. Know? I just, none of it sounded like Godzilla to me. I, it it, it I also think it was, was like he had something in I his throat. I think it was like, what I heard was, Charlie, I love you. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Oh. Wait, who does he love? Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it it's pretty ridiculous. Oh, that's one of the that, best like, parts of the show. <laughs> <laughs> like it it takes a lot for me not to be excited about Godzilla like appearing, and because all they're doing is having Godzilla appear in this. Like he appeared once before, he's appearing here. He just stands up and walks away every time. Mm -hmm. It's not that exciting. I, it's a bummer. I I could not believe. Okay, can we talk about Algeria? Really quick. Oh, Should we great. jump there? Oh, sure. great. Okay. okay, everybody. Let's have a lesson in colonialism. No. No, we're not going to talk about that. Even <laughs> even though we should. But we're not. <laughs> Everyone go watch the movie Battle for Algiers. Great movie. But we are going to... Okay, so first of all, Shaw has the line where he says... I think he's probably said this before. He says, it's going to be G-Day times 100. Which like feels like a neocon on CNN in like 2002. Um, feels okay, like... that's that's before that's in this FEMA camp. Right, yes, right, right, yes, right, right. Okay. You know, but it... or maybe one thousand. He says, or maybe one thousand. Yeah, but it, all of a sudden, I'm like, I had this like sick feeling about Shaw, which I did not like. I did not have before. Yeah, and then they go to Algeria, and then they raise Godzilla up, and then he just he just walks away, and there are no consequences from that at all. There's nothing like there's four, so I forty four million people this... live in Algeria. <laughs> You're right. You're well, right. They, they say, Tim, when he's describing it later, they don't show it to us. Because cause what I kept saying is, like, nobody's, like, freaking out. Like, if they're going to the airport, they're walking to the airport, and they're just like, oh, yeah. man. Which is 10 kilometers This sucks away. our dad. It's it's like seven miles. Just, and nobody's, like, freaking out. And then you hear, oh, sorry, what'd you say? Seven miles. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. the airport's, like, seven miles away. It's not, not far. I know, but, yeah, yeah. And nobody's, like, freaking out. And then, But then later when Tim is debriefing really quick with Redugo, he says, like, Godzilla appeared, then he disappeared into nowhere. And it's like, but you didn't show us that. We're only finding out now, right? Like, we never yeah. found out. And they the couldn't have seen that. They didn't yeah. see that either. Yeah. So he just walked away. <laughs> yeah. And, 
it didn't make it on the news like how did monarch (laughs) not know about this you know like not it it's uh we'll get back to that it's like simultaneously in one scene they're trying to play into this like conception that there's nothing in algeria so we just picked a spot where nothing would happen it's fine and then in the next scene they're at an extremely modern airport with like high-tech everything and it's like they're it doesn't make any sense. No, no. I, I will say the G-Day times 100 or maybe 1,000, I don't think was him referring to this event. No, I understand that. I, I okay. guess I mean, uh, we're we're getting this like transformation of Shaw, which is, uh, and I'm conflating two things when I'm bringing this up, and I'm sorry I, I did that. But um, they have this like, Shaw is creating a movement within Monarch, but it's <laughs> completely ambiently, like just like his existence yeah. is like mm-hmm. his messianic in, in a, yeah. even though he's just an old guy, like he's not anything. And I mean, but and I, he's yeah, young I for how old the, he is. I think cool. the movement is is supposed to have been created outside of Shaw. It's like it's a it, bunch of people who are fed up and think Monarch should be doing something else, which again, our frustration last time, they're not telling us what that is really. No. Um, except maybe later it's close the holes, yeah. which is like not revolutionary and not, we'll get in whatever. Yeah. And but we, like the world needs, everybody loves holes. We got, we got to have the holes. Um, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in my mind, they were like, it, it is this funny thing where it's like, okay, well we already have a movement. Uh, and these leaders are bad, so we got to pick a different leader. How about this old white guy? Uh, it's it is kind of funny. Well, They're like, oh shit, we gotta we gotta have an old white guy leader. Yeah. I mean, so, he's not just any old white guy. He is the old white guy who helped create Monarch in the first place. Oh, of but. course, of course, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's funny that they they're they're representing them as like they were lost until they picked a dude and suddenly they're just going with him and there's camps set up and all this shit and he's just in. Tra- it's weird. It's also somebody who can't explain anything. He's just like I just know we just gotta throw a bunch of bombs in these holes and uh, <laughs> and uh, that will save the world. <laughs> and it, it's like I don't he okay. I gotta go into the the just just now of my confusion like. Godzilla, the first movie in the MonsterVerse and leading on, it's like Godzilla's kind of a good guy. He brings balance. There's these other ones that like outside forces of Titans that want to destroy the planet and humanity is also destroying the planet and Godzilla brings balance. Cool, whatever. Now that they're obsessed with Hollow Earth, it seems like if Shaw's saying we need to help Godzilla and Godzilla's fighting other monsters from the hollow earth and Shaw's way of helping supposedly is just blowing up the holes. Is it just like, we got to keep hollow earth in the earth. That's all Godzilla does. He just cares about keeping hollow earth contained in the earth. Is yeah. that the whole thing? Cause if so, that undermines the entire like weird shitty, but at least their politics of the monster verse. I don't know what the politics of the monster verse are. I just kind of assumed it was saying the mutas or mutos in the first one. Godzilla was just like, no, you got to get back underground. You got to get back in that hollow earth. Yeah, I mean, that was always like kind of part of it. But in the especially in King of the Monsters, the one you haven't seen, they tie it to like he's here partially because we're destroying the environment. He's like a corrective in some way. But I they don't even it's never been fully fleshed out, but it's never been. Just keep that shit tight. Yeah. Keep it contained. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's confusing. It's very confusing and disappointing. I, I, I just like like at episode yeah. 10, they're just like, yeah, he just wants to put everything back in the hole is like what Godzilla is <laughs> about. I'm like, oh, OK, man, that's what this 
this could have been an email, but all right. Well, maybe we'll touch on more of that as we go. This could have been an email. <laughs> um, but I will say I did like Godzilla standing up in Algeria more than the other Godzilla in this. It was kind of cool. It reminded me a lot of Mothra vs. Godzilla with him underground, buried, and stands up. Although I don't know why he was just sleeping under the dirt when... I don't really understand. Portal. There was a portal I, there. I thought there was a portal there. We just didn't see the portal. Yeah. There was? That's what I think. Okay. But he was like lying prone, I thought, and that's like what shook was, up, but maybe I'm wrong. That's what it looked like, um, but that was like one of their portal spots in the map, I think. And I then, see. Okay. And he was using that's the, cool. the portal bait. But but yeah, it did look like he just kind of stood up from being covered in the dirt. Um, I generally was like, okay, this is a cool scene. If he's going to be standing up, I like that he's blowing all this ground off him. I like his tail whipping over people's heads. But the actors were not even pretending they were looking at Godzilla. No. They were just standing, staring like someone was doing something weird in the street and they were confused about what it was. Like That's yeah. because they don't actually have Godzilla on set with them because that would be too dangerous. So they have like a, they just tell him like, imagine Godzilla's here getting up and they might show him a video of, of like somebody with balls on them getting up to represent Godzilla, uh, but they okay, can't, okay, they can't have them on the same set. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and that's how movies are made. Yeah, <laughs> I see it. This is, so, okay, I'm starting to put together how Godzilla movies have been made this whole time. But it, yeah, um, extremely like Michael Jordan on the set of Space Jam vibes for for them. <laughs> like uh, uh, Worse. Yeah. And then, like, his eye is the size of a goddamn fucking town. And they're standing, all the people are standing like 10 feet from each other. And then Kate's like, he saw me. And Shaw's like, yeah, he saw you. And it's like, how the fuck you. do you know? His pupil but, is bigger yeah. than all of you. But also, so what? Like, yeah. what? Totally. So what? Totally. You know, there was no payoff from that at all. Nope. You know? Yeah, and, and, and I guess good, except that Kate has <laughs> delusions of grandeur. You know, like, that's, yes. that's all and there is. I guess the implication is supposed to be like it recognizes your grandma and you or something, but but that also wouldn't. That's what I thought that it was kind of like referring to, yeah, but I that agree. still doesn't make sense because like no, it's not like <laughs> she, she had a at least that we haven't seen so far that she had any kind of intimate moment with Godzilla or Godzilla would be like yo, that's my girl. This is so funny because it's high. It's trying to make the show. The show's trying to make its legacy characters that are part of Monarch, the Randa like lineage, more important than they should be. Right by making Godzilla recognize them, and if you take that narrative, it's so funny that Kentaro is not looked at <laughs> because throughout these four five episodes we're going to talk about, it's just a constant amount of nobody caring that Kentaro has the exact same connection as Kate from his ex-girlfriend, from his fucking grandma. Like, it's so great that even Godzilla doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Maybe you're supposed uh, to recognize her from San Francisco. <laughs> That, that was okay. what I thought too. That was my okay. initial thought. I was like, "Oh, he remembers you from that stuff." That's uh, funny. But man. is there anything that happened like between? I don't. I haven't seen them forever. I don't. No, 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 no. That no, nothing. Um, um we have to keep yeah, going. This is, <laughs> this is where Kate says we can't stop him. Shaw, stop him. Jesus, Kate, I'm trying to help him. And then she's like, "Fuck that," and I'm leaving. And it's just funny that it's like you all never even talked the yeah. littlest bit about what you wanted. Yeah. 
We're oh. just going to walk into the desert with no money and no cell phone and no water. And I'm going to trust line... that, the, that the airport's 10 clicks away, though. Whatever. But in that. F- Go ahead. I'm just going to say they, they don't. They, they think he's crazy and don't trust him. But then he's like, oh, the airport's just like right over that way. And, like, and uh, you'll be fine. And they're like, OK. And they just start walking. This, the, that's the, the part desert. that I was like. Do you expect me to believe this when uh, Kentaro's like, we have no money, no passports, how are we going to get home? And Kate's like, May wouldn't let us down, right? <laughs> just looks at May. Like, you want us, like, basically, Kate goes, we're in a TV show. We'll be fine. Like, that's what she's saying. <laughs> like, they don't want us to think that these are real people. And then May, May confesses being a snitch backstabber. Kate says, go to hell. And Kentaro does nothing as usual. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. One one other thing before we move on to the last episode is just that you predicted this right, Barto, that Tim was going to be put in as a character doing good things that our crew was supposed to like. Yeah. Uh you without redeeming that himself. Last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also said that. Yeah, and that totally is what happened starting in this one, and he loves being called Columbo. Uh blah blah blah. Didn't I, didn't I also predict that or You predicted no. something else. I think. I thought right? I predicted Tim was going to make a face turn. Um, I don't think so. When I sent that text to y'all, I had just listened to the episode, and you predicted something else, Charlie. What was it? I think I also predicted uh, there was something between Kate and May, but... Yes. Um, oh, yeah. You might have. Uh, I mean, I definitely thought it. I don't remember whether or not I discussed it. Um, I could have sworn I talked about Tim. I, th- I thought Tim was going to take a face turn, but... You you might have agreed with Bart. I don't remember. Yeah, that, that uh, listeners who are taking notes, let us know who yeah. predicted what correctly. <laughs> I'm sure I predicted something correctly. Let me know what it was. Uh, um, episode 7, Will the Real May Please Stand Up? Really, an Eminem <laughs> reference in 2023. Why? <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I did not write down the title. I wrote down as the title, Baby Oh Boy, I Can't Wait, um, which is would be a better title in my opinion. <laughs> So this one has Brenda Holland as the uh, the the evil person from AET who is Dominique Tipper in The Expanse, uh, where she does a much better job of acting, and I like her in that, and mm. I don't like her in this. Wait, she's the CEO that you're talking about? Yeah, or the assistant, I oh, think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. What do y'all want to talk about? <laughs> I was uh, when I was watching, I was hoping she talks like a mysterious CEO who's um, in charge of the company or whatever, but we don't see him. And I was wondering if that was also going to be Monarch CEO, but I guess I was wrong because we're only Verdugo's only like the vice president of Monarch, right? I see. So I was like wondering. You do if know it was... who he is now, though, right? Not the Monarch one, but the no AET one, Mister Simmons. He's he's the main bad guy from Godzilla vs Kong. Oh. Um, the head of Apex. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Sorry. I, I yeah. had to look it up because she said Mr. Simmons in such a way that I was like, oh, this is like a nod yeah. to one of the movies or something. That was and one of the I'm, nods. Okay. I didn't pick it up watching the first time. And then when she gets on the phone with them, she says, his, oh, no, she says his first name first. Like, oh, like Walter, whatever. Um, and yeah, that's supposed to be the big reveal when it's revealed that AET is Apex because Apex is the bad guy in Godzilla vs. Kong that built Mechagodzilla. Okay, that makes um, sense because they were like they were acting like it was a big reveal when they were showing the graphic for Apex yeah. Cybernax, and it's like, 
Yeah. I was like, who cares? But then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm supposed to. I, I was like, am I just yeah, supposed like, to realize that Apex is like a vaguely threatening name for a company? <laughs> and and that's who we'll get to it at the end, but that's who uh, they end up working with to save them. Yeah, because yeah. So they're working with the people who are whatever, bad in Godzilla vs. Yeah, Kong. And they're stationed on Kong, Skull Island. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. May is like selling out, and she knows she's selling out. She's going out to dinner so many times. She knows yeah. how many bottles of wine before they tell her to sell out, like give her the offer to sell out, and then acts pissed that she sold out. And I don't know. It's yeah, just then so she's empty. working there. She's like, "Oh shit, this is exactly what I said was going to happen." But I thought you were different, so now yeah. I'm pissed off and. And I can't believe you did this to me. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You? And if you've been to that many dinners, what was it about this person's pitch that was so yeah. great? Like, what else were the other people just babbling idiots? Like, all she did is like, aren't you tired? Don't you want to work a job where you get money and stuff and don't live yeah. in a basement? Like, oh, man, none of the other people suggested <laughs> yeah. that to me. I guess I'll just fucking follow yeah. you. All the other ones are just like, look at basement shit. You're going to work for us and you're going to like it or you're not going to like it. We don't care, but you'll get some money. And then she seems pissed. She's like, you have a North Korean hacker and the guy from Candy Crush. What am I doing here? It's like, why do you think yeah. you're so important? What is happening? Yeah, I couldn't what, tell what that it... meant. Like, what did yeah. I couldn't tell what that line was supposed to signify about how she felt about herself. Because the, both of yeah. the, uh, I don't know what North Korea hacker means. And yeah. Candy Crush was wildly successful by any metric. So, like, it sounds like she's with people who are very talented. Yeah. The the only thing I could think of is, like, there's no connection between those two things, like, politically or skill-wise. So it was just like, because she was like, oh, you got everybody who spilled Red Bull on a keyboard. Like, basically, almost like you're just buying people up who are good at computers. It's like, yeah, dude, it's a company. What do you fucking think? What? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's dumb. Uh, she did stop Neuralink, though, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Oh, yeah. And that was totally. like a pretty redeeming quality for May is that uh, she saw this really evil, evil thing being done to the monkeys and was like, I got to stop this. So that's cool. Respect. That is super yeah. cool that they, she's, they show animal testing footage. She releases it. It sets them back a bunch of millions of dollars, years of research. That's fucking awesome. And then, of course... The show has to do what it does with any kind of like anti-fascist or radical and focus on it was actually a selfish act. I wanted you to know it was me. I was just right. upset about my career. Mm -hmm. And it's like, God damn it. They always have to do that. No one ever does anything because they give a shit. It's always whatever. Yeah. And once yes, again, was I was thinking cool. like, come on, you knew this shit was going on. Like you... Sure. Like, you're not that surprised by by finding that. Uh, but you wanted to be in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you were asking to be part yeah. of it. Yeah. But maybe you didn't know how bad it was. But... Yeah. She, but she knew something. She knew, in the, you know, like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Um, this question, this episode gave me more questions that about, like, how this universe works that uh, were not sufficiently answered during the course of the show. Like, uh, everything about the the rescue can we talk about that or am i am i skipping too much stuff i don't care okay the rescue operation so like tim's like you know they do that like does monarch have cctv access and he's like i called in a favor which is just saying like yeah monarch has cctv access yep. you know which is like pretty fucked up you know that it, yeah. it like again there's sort of like 
there's lots of like little ties to like po- post 9-11 ism that sort of like sits in this show but they don't really none of it is like interrogated in any meaningful way and because yeah. monarch is sort of like a floating signifier for the whole thing like it just doesn't really mean anything concrete to anyone for any length of time that so we're not supposed to really feel like know how to feel about it so it's like i guess it's fine that they have cctv because it got well, us to may it's uh, like which it didn't they didn't need that no, it didn't help no none but, of it helped <laughs> and the the alert system and it's like yeah i can't tell if they're saying monarch it like they must be part of the government but they're also i can't tell if what's ha- i don't know i guess they're part of the government still yeah and they then, are and and then the, the okay the boss at aet was was talking about what monarch was doing in the desert and i'm like why do you know that like how do you have the like because I guess they talk to each other but like we don't understand why she would have this information it it just feels like some of this feels like like if a 10 year old wrote this script and just like doesn't quite have theory of mind for everybody and so yeah. they they just keep mixing up who has what information and it tripped me out totally yeah um, like they're, I mean, I, she also said that they would. She knew the alert was fake because if there was a real alert, they would have gotten advance notice or whatever. So yeah, apparently she has some big secret connection to Monarch. Or I missed. I assume line. if they have hackers on the fucking payroll and they're a big cybernetics group that's also trying to do like we know they're trying to do stuff with Monarch because she brings up uh, the worst possible, the worst line in the show. I'm just gonna say it. You wanted to help people walk again. Imagine what we could learn from a nervous system that allows something as big as Godzilla to walk. Yeah. That's what the cybernetic neuro interface were up to. So they're either already starting to work with Monarch or they're keeping tags tabs and are high security and looking into Monarch, I, mean, I think. It doesn't sound like they start working with Monarch until the end of the episode. That's like what I agree. that sounds like. And so how they know yeah. what monarch is doing before that is a a mystery to me but i i agree my assumption is they're they have hackers on the payroll and they're like an evil company or whatever um my assumption was just uh i mean i i monarch is part of the government um at least i think they are uh i think so and and um i mean aet is just a super powerful corporation that probably has just uh, tons of plugs in with with the government so they probably sure uh, just yeah, they probably just have people informing them because they're so powerful and rich of a company. Um, I gotta say my favorite uh moment of this just being like written by ten year olds was when she's she's like talking to May, uh, um, the person from the expanses, I forget her name, Brenda, I think, is talking to May, and she's like, your friends, and turns a, a like laptop or tablet that neither of them had been looking at, and it's only showing one CCTV angle, and it's the exact angle of the exact hallway her friends are walking down right then, and right. it's just like, this is fake. We're not supposed to believe that this is happening. Right. Oh, she's she's uh, just... Some people have an intimate knowledge of timing, and... Uh, <laughs> Um, Ringo Starr of the Beatles is one of them, and yeah. um, okay. uh, I don't know if that's going to make it in the episode, though, but okay. <laughs> uh, I also just love that after whatever this scene, I just don't care. Everything ends up the same. May has to decide if she's going to spy or not. She doesn't. 
So whatever, it doesn't. Who and, cares? But, and, I, but oh, this is my least favorite episode. I'm just gonna say that because I just I have not cared about anything less in this episode. Because I mean, May's probably my least favorite character in the show. So I was just like, sure. I don't give a shit about this whole side plot of this this stupid corporation and May's connections to it. And how she's actually Corna? Was it Cora? Uh, Cora. Yeah. Yeah. I just did not care. Well, I wanted to talk about the very end of the episode, but if there's anything else before that. I, I was just going to say that the the thing that made this so frustrating to me is like, I'm like, I'm glad she quits snitching and her problems yeah. are resolved with one mm-hmm. meeting. Uh, yeah. But it means like having Monarch in your corner is like having God in your corner. And so like, yeah. it just, it, nothing mattered. Yeah. You can do anything. Yeah. Magic, poof. It's fine. Yep. Well, God's um, always in your corner. Just want to point that out. <laughs> um, we got to talk about, I mean, not the very ending, but right after this scene, we got to talk about this. So first, May, like, confesses, and she does the thing we were just talking about where she's staring Kate in the face, and she says, it's why I lied to you. And then looks over at Kentaro for a second and goes, and you. And then she- looks back at Kate <laughs> and keeps confessing. And then we have the scene in the in the van, uh, hand. right next to Kentaro. Yeah. Like, what is happening? It's like, so so shitty. Like, her and Kentaro were an item at one point, and and long term friends. And they're just and yes, it's just like and that's a family member of someone you were dating. Like, yeah. that's if you're gonna do something like that. I'm not saying it's necessarily wrong. I don't fucking know. But you as Kate don't have a quick little check-in with your brother Kentaro yeah. about his ex-girlfriend and your feelings about it at all. You just do it in front of him in the car? Well, what? Kate or May, both of them should have been like, like had a yes. like, Which <laughs> so shitty. Which Okay, I I'm gonna tie this to a line in the next episode that like made me feel crazy. Because they're, they're in Monarch, and Kate's like, we got to find Dad. We got to find Dad. And and Kentaro's like, I don't care about Dad. Uh, I'm not doing this for him. You know, and he's like, because I'm doing it for you. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. why? She's been yeah. a jerk yeah. to you from the moment you met her. Like, you, she doesn't give yeah. a shit about you. and Or anyone, really. But, like, Kentaro's motivations are completely perplexing. For the mm. whole thing. And I, they I think tr- you're forgetting that Godzilla looked at her. And that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. She's important, Bartow. Yeah. It, it is like, uh, okay. And so that's the other thing I kept thinking about is that like Shaw keeps doing this like, come with me. I have all the answers. Come with me. I have all the answers. Yeah. Like some like, he, he's like a guru. He's doing guru speak on them like all the time. But like kate is on like the other side of this where she is like becoming like this deetic figure who is yeah you know figures into the multiverse in some way and i thought you know that could be an interesting tv show maybe you know like yeah. is shaw is starting a cult and like but the, <laughs> but like counter to that cult is kate and her actually being a deity and like that would be something but they they didn't do that either no nope. um i love that also after this scene, that's where Tim is like, we got to do PR. We got to go out there and like address the nation and we got to take control. And like, it's this weird speech where she's like, you can trust us. 
we have the best people. We have all this technology. Also, sorry about the oopsie yesterday yeah. where you found out we existed because we accidentally said Godzilla was coming. Anyway, you are in our hands and it like works. Like yeah. the, the vibe is that it works. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, first of all, I mean, just to back up to when they use that alarm in the first place, like that would have caused like probably yes. some major accidents and Death. deaths and like yeah, yeah uh, deaths. And, like, create conspiracy theories and, like, that would have rippling effects. Like, that would have such uh, drastic effects. And they just completely ignore that. And so here's why the first episode of the show was basically the only good episode was because we got to see other people who are not in this little, like, group of crazy people Mm -hmm. that we follow around for the entire show (laughs) who, who, like, react to you know like i would have been very interested to see man on the street like react to the the monarch speech and be Mm -hmm. like and then go post about you know how fucking like yes uh you know like who's behind monarch you know where's the money coming Mm -hmm. from you know and uh, fascinated much more interested in what that guy thinks about all of this than what any of our principal characters think about all of this totally um we haven't even mentioned the whole side plot where Shaw and Trinity, I mean, Michelle, but she's Trinity to me. Uh, they like go to Alaska. They take over the base, whatever. They blow up a hole in the end. The, 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 the mole, Sarno's mole thing emerges and starts running and they create a vortex. Can we just, can we be done with that? Yeah. <laughs> um, it looks like mountaintop removal. It looked gross. Like whatever they were doing, yes. it looked really bad. I, I will say it bothered me how, um, the lady who first discovered uh, the the young uh, scientist, um, who, yeah, the Hawaiian shirt, yeah, uh, she um, so she is at the bathroom when Shaw and Michelle took over, and then she comes back. She has, I think, their headphones on, and the door is closed, but she hears what Shaw is saying, yes. and she runs away, and she repeats like a couple of the lines that Shaw said to Verdugo, <laughs> like, I, yeah, you could have. Like, how? Just have her not wearing the headphones. Yeah, you, know? you could have just it's fine. You could have wrote written around that so easily. Like it just totally. It just really bothered me. It's like no way she could have heard that. Um, she she was so the, she had some lines in the beginning of the episode that were so I hated her baffling. as a character. She was yeah. so bafflingly not funny, but mm. trying to be funny. Um, I'm not coming for your job. I like remote work. What, what like yeah. what is that even? <laughs> do with anything who is this woman that yeah. you're talking to like why do we yeah. care that's why that woman uh accepted shaw because she's like fuck these other people they <laughs> yeah <suck." laughs> also we should notice note that shaw does have the big speech uh you can go on as if the world hasn't changed pretending humanity didn't suddenly wake up and find itself on the endangered species list or you can stand with us on the right side of history which finishing the season we still don't really know what he means no nope. like we don't really unless you just mean closing holes like we also it's... don't know if he's right or not we, yeah we don't know if that is the right thing to do i mean i guess we assume no, no but uh, i mean they don't really answer no i'm, I'm pro hole yeah <laughs> you know the that's the whole hole uh w-h-o-l-e thing is is shaw's uprising is completely ambiguous in in mm-hmm. in, in meaning like it you know like when it, it goes from like ah oh, he's crazy and like you know 
uh, even though for the first half of the show, he's like, he's our guy. He's he's the yeah. only one who makes any sense. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, maybe he's gone too far, you know, and and I like I never assumed the show was suggesting he went too far. I felt like we were supposed to take him as being right the whole time. But I don't know. I sort of I sort of felt like they were and I don't know. I but this like this better things aren't possible lesson is is what mm. I took away from it. But I could I be guess wrong. The reason it's hard to know is we weren't sure what monarch is for or what they're even doing before <laughs> the uprising saying they're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. So we don't even know what they're rebelling against and then we don't know what they want to do. It's just empty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Shaw says he's rebelling against monarch doing nothing. Just sitting yeah. on their hands. Yeah. True. But they're definitely doing stuff. What is it? I, I don't know. Monitoring gamma. <laughs> Let's go to episode eight, yeah. Birthright. First of all, um, did you guys think in episode one, I mean, episode six, they, they say gamma ray spikes, gamma ray searches. Do you think they're trying to put in our heads gamma ray, gamma ray spikes and gamma ray searches, and they're going to yes. introduce gamma into the series? <laughs> oh, yeah. Please tell me 100%. yes. 100%. Yes. Yes. New. Yes. Definitely. Confirmed. Breaking news. Confirmed. <laughs> um, okay, episode eight, birthright. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I do want to say really quick. Um, Tim tripping on the curve. Uh, that got an LOL for me. Um, I, oh, I actually, walking into the house. Uh, yeah, when they're walking into the house, the, like serious okay. music started. He's like, fo follow my lead, and serious music started playing, and then he uh, trips over the curve. Um, that that got me to laugh, and I, I gotta say, uh, I this this half of the season, um, Tim did become one of my favorite characters. Yeah, of oh, course, yeah. He he's did. definitely one yeah. of the best characters. He was, he's <laughs> like acting. He was acting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, he's a better like comic relief than like they've tried to put this character in quite a few MonsterVerse movies, and this is one of the only ones where it worked. Um, other than maybe Kong Skull Island. Uh, so good job, Tim actor. Yeah. Also, in that same house, it bothered me so much that the family said, what are you doing in Seattle when they're in Tacoma? No one who lives in Tacoma <laughs> would call it Seattle. Like, it's not... You have to drive out of Tacoma quite a bit of time to get to Seattle. It's so I didn't frustrating. realize they were in no Tacoma. <laughs> It'd be like if I was like, what are you doing in Portland because I'm in Oregon? Yeah. You know? You don't... No. Yeah. Not quite as far, but still, you wouldn't do that. Okay, um... We start off, or at least in 1955 in Washington, D.C., uh, there's more of this, like, Keiko is saying to hatch the new military guy. We are trying to protect the world. And he says, we don't wear these uniforms to protect the world, which, like, great, but, like, not enough. Do more. Yeah. Also, that's where they the, say the... that she has some, like, some dark or what I forget what they call it. Some, like, blotches on her record. Yeah. And and the yes. blotches end up being a child. Like, yeah. what did that? <laughs> that makes no sense. So I'm like, yeah. Even in is, the 50s, is there something like... else that she doesn't want to admit to? I don't think that the show is implying that. But if this was real, I, like that wouldn't be. I a... mean, a, being a, a mother with a kid out of wedlock in the 50s was like, okay. but it wasn't thing, out of wedlock. She was uh, widowed. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck her for having Wait, a dead husband. Okay, no. 
Okay, so is, is that what happened? She was widowed? I think they mentioned at some point that she was a widow. I because thought she said she was a widow. I don't know where the kid came from. I'm very confused by the existence of the kid because... I do love that the episode starts with Bill saying that uh, he takes after me, and so it implies that it's their kid, but yeah. then later you realize he didn't, <laughs> but, didn't even know... She, yeah. Okay, so at the at the... Okay, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but at the when they they send Shaw down into the the fucking hollow multiverse, Earth, hollow Earth, yeah. Um, they say this is two decades of monarch research, which is not correct. It's been 15 years, but that kid is not 15 years old. That kid is like 10, which means she was pregnant with him at at some point during the course of monarch. Oh yeah, and like it. It, wait, no, no, no. This started... Wait, no. This started in the 50s. That was only 10 years. Because it was 62 that he went down. Yeah. And the show starts in 50... Uh, something. Okay, it was 62 that it went down. Why did they say two decades of Monarch's work? Maybe it was just a decade. I don't remember them saying two decades. I but... swear he said two decades. Because I watched it like three times. And I was like, what the Maybe fuck is he talking including about? Maybe Bill's notes before all that. I don't know. Um, but, trying to find okay. my notes. I, I guess. I guess. Okay. 1959. 52. 52 is when it starts. Okay. So I guess he could be. So 10, it, it'd have 11. to be a decade. Okay. I guess maybe she just gave birth to him and then ditched him right away. Jesus. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're right. God, that's so it's, gnarly. It's just, it just felt like a wrong timeline to me. It, like, yeah. I, I don't know. Sorry. This got like way off track from where we were. No, no. You're fine. It's, it's weird. She's so close to all of them. It's very weird that they don't know and she's been able to hide it this much, but hard to be a working woman in the military in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought one of the only good pieces of tension this show has had, which has also been done shitty, but it's like, you know, in the last episodes we were talking about, they decided to get military funding and they had to kind of decide what to tell people. And now them not telling the military that Godzilla is still around is threatening them. So they're like having to just, I, I like that, that we actually know what's happening there. Like it feels a lot better than any of the later Monarch stuff. Um, and so I don't know, that's something, but it's still, that's it. Just uh, breadcrumbs. Yeah. I, I also want to piggyback on something you said five minutes ago um, with the uh, general being like, I don't wear this uniform to protect the planet but like the usa always talks about how we like protect you know the free world and yeah uh, but not to each other he's trying to be real right like that's yeah, what the show's trying I, to do i guess so <laughs> the military is all about projecting how we're, we protect all the good people and all the good countries I don't that's know. the whole point of him saying that right is like behind closed doors that's not what they really believe yeah um but yeah they even say like uh what was another they gotta pr- find proof of monsters to keep Monarch alive, and then uh, who's it? Shaw says, "Didn't you hear Hatch? The Reds are the problem." Um, showing that like all they care about is fighting the communists, which mm-hmm. comes back later. But I don't know this. Sh- this show was like trying to like dip its toes in politics, but it never does anything with it. It's yeah. just like references. I also feel like in reality, if this actually happened. They would have been trying to figure out a way to uh, um, 
call up the Titans and direct yes. them towards the Soviet Union. One thousand percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, we yeah. would be weaponizing Godzilla. We wouldn't be trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. Like, which many Godzilla movies using aliens as a stand-in for imperialists have shown that that's what we've tried to do, and they're doing it worse. Worst political like commentary in twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. Yes. Okay, twenty fifteen. Yeah, our heroes decide to work with Monarch again for yes. reasons that are. I, I, again, I don't to know. Save May, like to save. They said it was to oh. save May. They agreed. No, like that. But, they, uh, oh yeah, I guess they did. That's the deal I mean, they made. This and this was also a year before all hopes and dreams were crushed um, when <laughs> Hillary lost. <laughs> It was it was a shaky thing, but that is the agreement they made. We'll bring we'll try to get you to our dad because we've been doing a good job of it. If you, yeah. But like, okay, Monarch headquarters. First of all, why do they all sit in the dark all day? I don't understand. But then like, oh, Kazakhstan, we're not. I do that we, too. We have to send in a small team. Send us. Okay, <laughs> I guess I will. Like the most, we're on a TV show. We don't care okay. how anyone would act. I, thing okay, ever. But I wrote this down because this was the moment where it felt most like an old kaiju movie where we're going to just send <laughs> children into yes. like the military is like, well, I'll guess, I guess we'll do it. You know, is is felt like a Gamera movie. So I yeah. was kind of delighted by that. They like addressed uh, that for... head on. <laughs> In an old movie, they would have just been like, oh, we need to go there. You kids know what's up. You yeah. should go. But in this, and they the, like tried to do a dose of realism by being like, why would I send you? Ah, fuck it. And the kids would be 15 years younger. Yeah, that's, no, true. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Verdugo is such a weird character. Like, she keeps hanging around with Tim and she's like, you're a fucking idiot. You sucked him. And then Tim's always right. And she's just like, well, f- yeah. fuck you. You're still stupid. And then, uh, and then, but then she's like always agrees to everything he says and wants, and she's like, "All right, you want these fucking kids to go to Kazakhstan and uh, try to extract Shaw? Fine, I'll, oh, I'll fucking let you let do you this, let you do this this time." Everyone <laughs> just is floating around. Yep, just moving the. They're just bumping into the puck that is the plot so that it keeps moving forward like there's no there's there they are doing the aesthetics of tension instead mm-hmm. of having actual tension yeah they're like oh we need a guy who's funny and has all the answers to solve everything so he needs the power of monarch so we have to have a woman like that's in charge yelling at him that he's wrong before she lets him do it every time yeah. like it's just fake tension um yeah, the only thing I want to say at the end of this, this episode is my least favorite because nothing happens except you find out Keiko has a kid and then they fall in the hole. Well, they discover uh, bigger on the inside, which uh, that was that's like Bill Rand in the past. He has the bigger on the inside discovery about the sure, sure. hollow earth or whatever, which sure, whatever. But we already knew that. So it's yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, that, it's like could have been an email. Um, I, but, like mm-hmm. seeing, um, I like seeing I like seeing Shaw get durst and have. There's uh um get Kiko and uh I like seeing the mm. molted uh insects. Yeah. Th- That's what I was gonna bring up. The dung beetle thing was pretty cool. I liked its teeth being vertical and horizontal. I, I like yeah, the little exoskeleton shells I thought were the best props of the show thus far. Mm. That was a highlight for me. Yeah. I was seeing those little things on the walls and I was like, All right, good job. Hell yeah. Um but at, at the end of this episode, okay, this sort of tied together my like what Shaw is to me is okay. Shaw is like 
the tech guys who like are launching those little balloons that are um supposed to like uh have have you heard about this there's like a couple tech guys who who launched little geoengineering balloons to like blot out like a little bit of the atmosphere to like see if they can do it um so that they can no i haven't heard uh, this yeah so thank god somebody's trying right (laughs) fellas (laughs) but living the dream yeah there's like a handful of tech guys who are who have like taken gone into like gone down to mexico and launched balloons to blot out the atmosphere um and shaw is like those guys and monarch is like the united states who's like well we just need more data before we take uh steps on climate change and and those are like the two positions in this show and they there's no other third position at all there's nothing. Yeah. The shift away from the politics of the early MonsterVerse movies, which were by no means good, is specifically a shift away from any systemic issues at all. Instead of civilization has gone on a way where we're destroying things and now these titans are emerging as a corrective to whatever, it's there's a magical underbelly that has nothing to do with humans and Godzilla is here to stop the magic so we can all go back to our beautiful, otherwise great normal existence. Nope. The message of the show <laughs> is the Titans emerging are uh, dictatorships emerging throughout the world and the CIA is just sitting on their hands and not doing anything because the CIA <laughs> these days is run by a woman. So we need CIA's people, gone woke. people like Kurt Russell uh, to, to, to start up organizations to fight these emerging dictatorships like Venezuela um, in, in, uh, in Guatemala um, uh, and uh, oh, the Reds mentioned multiple times by the show. Yes, 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 and and take them down because the new uh, woman-led CIA won't do anything about it. Interesting. Here, the here. CIA is still still led by the the a woman, right? Uh, <laughs> well put. No, I mean, I, I can't no. remember her name, but but no. that was like a big thing under Trump as they put yeah the, no. some torture lady in charge of the CIA. I'm yeah. not trying to be. No. Uh, I, I, well, the current director of the CIA is, uh, Bill Burns or William Burns, uh, Mr. Burns, Mr. Burns, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, I remember what you're talking about, Charlie. I don't remember what her name is though. Okay. I, I figured she was still in charge of the CIA. So that would have made, that would have been better if she was. So let's just pre- they they wrote Maybe all this back when she, she was. was, and that's what they're commentating on. There we go. Thanks for tying that Actually, all together. No, she brother. was put in charge by Trump. So, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm jumping ahead a little, but just I I think the this whatever. Never mind. We'll get there. Let's go to episode nine. Axis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode nine. Let's go to episode nine. Axis Mundi. So I want to point out 1962 when we're seeing Bill getting like being frantic and shit is 11 years before Kong Skull Island. So in 11 years, he will look like uh, John Goodman, John Goodman, just so people know. Handsome, handsomer. Yes. Yes. Uh, So yeah, we start out at the Monarch test site and it's basically the space race, but for what does he call it? The under earth under space, under space. Yes. Um, 
Why is it called Operation Hourglass if they don't know there's going to be a time warp situation going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is one of those one of those situations where they know stuff they're not supposed to know yet. And uh, yep, I do want to say a TV show about an odd couple, monster scientist slash military guy raising an adopted kid who deals with the realities of top secret monster hunting lifestyle would be a fun show. I'd watch yeah. that. Like if 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 the show was just Shaw and and Bill trying to raise this kid, trying to discover kaiju, <laughs> that would fucking rule. I'd watch that. Hell yeah. They didn't do that. Totally. Yeah, we got one little weird scene of it. And maybe uh in that show like cuz they realize going after the titans is so dangerous uh since Bill is a cryptozoologist, he decides to go after things like Bigfoot and uh um sure. monster instead hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah yeah i i gotta ask okay we see hiroshi his mom has been working at monarch totally away from him his grandma's raising him so he barely knows his mom and then she dies and then you have these two men who are not good at raising a kid in a trailer one of them disappears the other one 10 years later runs off and dies why is hiroshi running monarch like what uh, the only reason is because this show is like the randas are special, you know. I, like, I mean, and they in the last episode they mentioned something like that. There's like something in the DNA of these kids that I know yeah. can help, and I'm like, I that's weird. Kate. That's creepy. There's something creepy going on yes. with genetics in this show. There's some like eugenic thing going on here, but also like. I, the last episode was called Birthright. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah. The, and yeah, the, well, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, Verdugo, Verdugo pulls the kids aside. And kids aside, and she's like, Tim seems to think that because you have the Brandas in your bloodline that you can figure this out. But I think he's crazy. Uh, but I'm at my wits' end. So if you can do anything to help, and then they figure it out. So it's like, oh, yeah. So it is, I guess, something special with them. Like that's what the show's trying to tell us. Yeah. But yeah, so stupid. Why Hiroshi has decided to continue working for Monarch after it took everything from him. It took everything. And he's yeah. and he, and he's even saying he doesn't care while he's working there. He says, like, I don't believe this shit. I don't. What does he say? Um, I got to find it anyway. Well, this is the part that makes me. Oh, I hate Hiroshi because um, Bill comes back. Or Matt Bill, uh, Shaw comes back and he's like, oh, you're back. Um, and then Shaw's like, oh, shit, your parents are right. And he's like, my parents are fucking crazy. Now I'm going to lock you up for decades in a fucking retirement home. Yeah. Most evil person in the show that's so far. That's the scene I'm talking about. He's He says, like, uh, Shaw starts talking about how they knew all this stuff and they, they were part of the legacy. And Hiroshi's like, we lived with Titans from the cradle of civilization until a couple decades ago, until you three. He's, like, suggesting that they brought the Titans, that they fucked it up, or that they made it, like, unlivable by doing Monarch. But mm -hmm. he's the head of Monarch, and he's like, I'm done with this. It's like, what? What's, what do you, I don't, what's Monarch? He's, what? He's not the head of Monarch, though, right? I think he's oh, he's just, not. like, a guy who works. I think okay. he's, like, a, a up the in the You're brass right. somewhere. But He's at yeah. the medical facility. Why would that? Okay, that makes more sense. But still, why are you working there if you hate the legacy? And that's all the only reason you have to work there. And why are you letting them lock Lee up for three decades? <laughs> and why would Lee put up with that? Well, like, yeah. what about Lee would make Lee? him just be like, okay, I'll take the pill and watch the nature documentary. But also, 
once I realized that this is the timeline, I'm like, oh, so Glee isn't actually plugged into any of this at all. No. But no. When he worked for Monarch, it was like three people. Like yeah. <laughs> when right. when he's like he moves through this, like he's been he, he knows Monarch. He knows the ins and outs. He doesn't. It became a completely no. different organization while he was in the other world. And his You're right. He he doesn't it doesn't make it any sense. Yeah, like, it makes it no. seem like he was in it when it got bigger and then left, but he wasn't. No, he's just and, been drugged for 30 years. But also, like, I just have to say, two, like, a day or three or even a week, whatever, before he is sat down in front of a TV and willingly takes a pill for fucking decades, he is holding a woman hostage with a fucking mm. wire around her neck, willing to fucking risk it all to find Bill, and then what, just, he's done? He doesn't, he's not even gonna fight back until these random kids show up? Fucking deck in 2015? I, okay, yeah. so I worked under the assumption that that this was a pretty, the realization of, you know, he thought when he when he was looking for Bill, he thought it was still sure. 1962. I think so it's kind of uh, enough. It yeah, you your whole uh, your a huge yeah. paradigm shift has taken place, sure. and maybe that that breaks you okay. a little bit. I was willing I, to maybe right. buy that. He did magically walk by a TV showing the space race in 1982. That would have blown his mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Well, I. I, I, I'm not saying that makes it make sense, but at least there's something. Right. But him moving through Monarch, tearing through it, opening doors yeah. and breaking people out doesn't make any sense. There's no. nothing there. And it, it that yeah. was very disappointing. And I wish in because I, I I'm like thinking about this and thinking like, oh, my idea of why he stayed young that I relayed last time we talked, um, which was, you know, in in Kong Skull Island. The natives don't seem to age. Oh, the mm. proximity to, you know, kaiju keeps you young or something like that. If that was why Shaw looked how old he was, then he would have had 30 more years with this company to like, yes, have, you know, my mm -hmm. idea was better. 20 more yeah. years, but yeah. Yeah, whatever. My idea was better. Uh, this idea, yeah. was, the one they did was bad. <laughs> Mine was good. <laughs> I, uh, I think, sure. Yes. For this storyline, I agree with you. Um, let's go to, let's go to, tw oh, wait, real quick. This is also where we learn that Kentaro's mom is connected to Monarch, which I will get to the end of this, but like, oh, did you not pick up on that, Barto? No, what? what? Kentaro's that... mom is the nurse, yeah. like, overseeing him, who brings him the cookie. And then, so you're seeing Kentaro and her, uh, Hiroshi and Kentaro's oh, mom that's start to meet. meet. That's where they met. Yeah, that's them meeting. Um, which that's what that I, was. I didn't. I don't think I established in my head that it was just. But you're right now that I think about it, that it was a monarch hospital. I thought it was. They said it was a monarch. But, but yeah, you're facility. right now that I real. Yeah, they did establish it was a monarch hospital. So, I would be curious to watch the first five episodes and see if things like like it's like is she hiding stuff? Does she know more? I don't oh. know, but um, I will never. Um, <laughs> I mean, she. But yeah, let's. So speaking of that, now we know that while seeing. Kentaro and her meet up in the hospital. Um, yeah, like she she's seeing Kentaro come to the hospital after people fell in the pit, and like sh it's kind of interesting or adds a layer, but they don't do anything with it. That she would be like aware of the implications of someone falling in there because she took care of Shaw when he right. came out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm trying to remember because we do see her like pointing out the picture of Shaw to Kentaro, but I don't yeah, that's remember true. exactly like what they said. I don't think there's anything kind of with layers there, but I don't remember. So Hiroshi and Kentaro finally see each other in person outside. It's not Algeria anymore. Like they're actually talking and uh, Kentaro tells Hiroshi that his daughter's dead, Kate. And Hiroshi is actually a kind of good actor, which it literally feels like comparatively. It feels like I was like, oh, this person actually looks like maybe they're freaking out. Like he's in denial and I'm kind of buying it. And Kentaro is a fucking cardboard cutout. Like it's comical. It's like it would have been better if Hiroshi didn't act in the scene because Kentaro can't do it. It's just so rough. Isn't Hiroshi a famous actor? Um... I don't know. But anyway, um, they realize that a message is being sent, that happens, and then we get to Axis Mundi. What'd y'all think of the actual, like, seeing... That giant pig thing that, uh, that Kate saw looked exactly like Nago, the boar from Princess Mononoke. That's what I was just thinking, it yeah. Looked, it was so much them, like, this must just be, like, a piece of Japanese mythology or something like that, mm. but it's not. It's, they just, they just <laughs> took it from Princess Mononoke. I haven't seen uh, Mononoke in... in long time oh, so. you should watch it man i did not pick up on that so good so good oh, the, I, know. Uh, I love it it's just been a long time the the boar does the same thing to kate that the insect did in the last episode where it gets in her face and growls or whatever but doesn't attack her and i'm so tired of them doing that like stop showing us giant scary monsters that don't do anything scary when they're next to you i mean people again I'm, she's some deity she's yeah you know i who cares? This is nitpicking, but I could swear the arrow hits the boar, like, in the side of the face. But then you see that uh, Keiko, Keiko is, uh, is like, standing, like, directly in front of mm. the boar. And, right? Did either of you notice that? I didn't. No, because it, I was thinking, how in 57 days did you make those expert arrows and bow? I, like, what? Yeah. I started doing all this math. She's become an like, expert archer. I mean, I guess maybe she could have been already, but... Most likely but that not. construction had like, like nylon feathers. On yeah. It. And my my she's, thought is like she's only been in there about twice as long as Shaw was in there, who mm. looked like no way more. Shaw said he was in there a week, which well, I didn't really understand. She was but, there fifty seven days. But she he was f- there from nineteen sixty two to nineteen eighty two, and she when did she get in there? Like fifty nine. Fifty nine. Okay. So 1959 to 2015 is uh, 50, uh, 40, 40 so, oh, okay. 55 so years. Oh, okay. So she was there for like three times as long. Okay, never mind. Uh, but anyways, I, I expected, I'm like, well, how did she figure that all out? Like, she's not been in there all that long, but. I mean, she said she estimated it was 57 days. I don't understand without a son what math she's doing. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. How tired do you, how many times did I go to sleep? I, but. Sure. I used to have, I I took like a four hour long accounting class um, in college. Accounting, not counting. Um, I don't know that uh, uh, made itself um, out. Um, uh, And it was the most mind-numbingly boring class. Uh, This is also a time when I was working a night shift. So my sleep schedule was all fucked up. Um, Overnight shift. Um, But I would basically spend the entire class just making uh, check marks for every second. Um, on a piece of paper and I would just go through 
uh, uh, paper after paper, just making uh, that, check marks. That's so second. crazy, man. <laughs> that's a really <laughs> that's bad so idea, bad. dude. You've told me a lot of I, weird things about how you've spent your time in your life, and that is the weirdest thing you've ever told me. Well, luckily, my brother also took the class, and I would just copy off his uh, homework and stuff for <laughs> all the work to turn in. Check marks? Never mind. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> But um, I like to think that maybe that's what she was doing. Nice. Yeah, that's that's how she had time to build all that stuff. Um, and She's a gourd a canteen. Uh, I thought that was clever. It was cute, but that's like such a garden gourd, not like a wilderness. Like, I don't know. It's like, wilderness in the fantasy world. It's fine. Sure. I mean, I got to say, I kind of liked, I have, I have problems with it. We'll get to because we're about to get to the next episode, but I liked whatever the forest with the cool pastel colored sky, the lightning stuff. It was fine. Sure. It was okay. It was better than fucking walking around wherever else they've been this show. Yep. Uh, let's get to episode 10 beyond logic, yes, please. Um, let's see. I, the Hiroshi and uh, Ken fighting was just like exhausting to me i i didn't yeah. write down anything they said because i was like this sucks this is not fun to watch this isn't like tense it, i don't care yeah it's also annoying because we just saw his argument with shaw when shaw came back and he's like my parents were wrong i i don't care if you're gonna be locked up for 35 years and now we see him like a couple scenes later uh years later he's like i'm trying to prove my parents right it's like, and ah, it's fuck like, you. It, I hate you. Yeah, and then why didn't you try to like help Shaw escape if you realized yeah. you put him away for things that you're wrong about? Fuck you. Yeah. yeah, it's not like he just realized that his parents were right yesterday. This is yeah. something that apparently he's been obsessed with for a while, but he just yeah, yeah. left Shaw there. <laughs> I'm so mad about how he just left Shaw there. That's <laughs> like fucking imprisoning someone. He just yeah, for real does not give a shit. This guy was supposed to be his fucking uncle that gives him his knife that he shaves all his goddamn pencils with. It's it's interesting that like we kept last episode when we recorded about this, we were like, why would we care about finding this dad? He's such a jerk, and you assume that when we meet him, they're going to reveal that he's not such a jerk to make us care. And now it's like, oh, they make him more of a yeah, jerk. He Great. sucks. <laughs> yeah, I love the scene. I got to say, where Emiko, uh, Kentaro's mom, s- seems like she's going to take him back. Like that was cool. Where mm-hmm. she's like, "You shouldn't have a father," and he's like, "Oh, like my son- your son shouldn't grow up without a father or whatever. Should have a connection." And then he's like oh like you could tell he's like am i gonna get to have this still and then she's like so let us know where you move and like hands in the box that was great i liked that yeah because his mom had been portrayed as like quiet and meek and Mm -hmm. i like that they're like oh okay you actually know more about what's going on than everyone else and you're standing up for yourself that's cool she's the only character who has really stood up for like you know again there have just been these these figures that have loomed large over everything that everyone is just constantly capitulating to all the time whether it's hiroshi or monarch or uh shaw or whatever it's just everyone is just like bending and weaving to capitulate to these people and 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 Kentaro's mom is the the first person to be like, no, fuck you, which is totally. nice. Was totally. nice. Finally. Good point. I hope we get to see him um, then go to his San Francisco wife and her be like, uh, <laughs> no, sorry, I'm with this other dude. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> they release the next season. It's just a, 
15 minute scene and it's that <laughs> um okay i have to say as much as i've been shitting on this and i really don't like this show the scene where Ke- like i like keiko and i like shaw and the scene where keiko finds out that time is warped i think she does oh. good acting mm-hmm. and i i, I choked up i felt very emotional with the hit oh. after hit um i this was yeah. you know in my within my fifth you know hour of watching this in, in a sure. row and i was like I had no patience for this anymore but i do think she's a great a good actor in a way mm-hmm. that most of these people are not and i thought she did what she did very well yeah. yes well charlie and i have hearts and we yes. felt things uh <laughs> and yeah i mean it was it's a preposterous sci-fi soap opera amount of stuff to realize at once like time's gone by your son is away this is your granddaughter this is your uh like, like i'm shaw i'm aged but not as much as time has since you've become it's so funny it's such a mind fuck but they handled that pretty well like yeah she pulled herself that together said, pretty quick yeah for real um i had the exact opposite reaction later in the episode when she's like, I'm staying here, uh, that made me angry at her. Me yeah, too. That was stupid. I, I thought that was stupid. I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut up. <laughs> get, get, you're yeah. not staying here. Stop it. <laughs> what do y'all think of... Oh, uh, I was going to... Um, does anyone know what her signals were? How they were made? What they meant? What any of that was? Oh, yeah. Uh... I never tried to really understand it, but was it? It was. It must have been from the the it was f- the the fr- ball thing that oh, she had. Oh, so it was, yeah, it was from the okay. ball. She was like making patterns with that to signal that she was there. Through but the holes, like I don't know, and I don't know why they it? only now picked it up. Like because I, for, I was assuming just... she's been doing it for a while. It was. It was just like they just yeah like, yeah I'm doing this just kind of like hand waved all right. of it away and I was just I was like, uh-huh. what the fuck this whole Didn't thing has just been like gamma rays gamma rays gamma rays yeah. and and then, and then they're like yeah it was me oh okay I guess and then I I also didn't get how it all connected because then Shaw was like I know how to get us back I'm gonna get us back the same way we I got back before right isn't that what he was saying but then they needed to have like the apex people to, like be able to receive them but how how well, did yeah. Shaw know and they that didn't was go all going to device connect back up? the first time but he needed the device this time well I, I felt like the way he got back the first time was dumb luck but he yeah. but he was able to make that luck happen with now how that how that device how was in there, there how is that device even in there well that's how he got well, the no, the one of them was the other one. How did the other one? Oh, I guess it must have fallen in during the, during the the accident. It must have fallen in yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, in the first episode or but not? Why the first, did he whatever, not the one think where... to do that? What a stupid I don't, I show! I don't get. Char- I'm stuck on your thing, Charlie. Sorry. Of like, if they used the 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 vehicle to get out through the hole, how did they end up where Apex was? How did Apex yeah. know which hole they'd be in? How did they control that? I don't understand how that was all connected. Shaw didn't know that they were gonna be there also, or... it was two years later a lot has changed so higher <laughs> math <laughs> also the science of this whole thing of like a titan is needed 
to make the the holes stable so we need to follow them in but like in godzilla vs kong that wasn't happening they just no. went in with a vehicle but they did have kong so are they retconning that to say they got through because of kong it's just but also okay this is the thing i need to ask y'all they i assume this place this axis monday was part of the hollow earth and first they say like why does it look like Earth here? And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It is Earth. It's inside Earth. It's still Earth. Like, why are you confused? And then she's like, this is a place between places. A, uh, I, I don't I, think it's the realm of the Titans. It's somewhere between. What the fuck are you talking I, about? I don't think. I yeah. think. Go on. Sorry. I could be completely wrong. But is it just not that there is a hollow Earth? It's just that there's wormholes underneath the Earth that take them to somewhere outside of the Earth? I don't think so. Or another dimension? No, there is a hollow Earth. I in the movies, at least. There's a hollow okay. earth, and then there's this thing. And this is different. This is... But the hollow earth uh, is the land of the Titans. Right. And okay, so th is this like a rift that brings you to hollow earth? I sort of thought of... Oh, okay. I sort of just thought of this place as like purgatory uh, of some kind. Like, it's not... It, it's just a... Um, I, I can't think of like another good reference point, but it it's it's just something else you know i don't know how else to like why? Think... like why they already established there's a hollow earth where the titans are and now they're like look there's holes that look just like the openings to hollow earth where titans are coming from oh but this is just a weird universe yeah. like what what uh yeah that's how i that's how i interpreted but this why would they do that i don't know what i don't know i hate it um because they wanted to have lightning strike and they couldn't do that it was under fair earth. good point good point either of you um i got this <laughs> penny saved is a penny earned um did either of you uh get um lightning strikes by live stuck in your head with, with that scene no no well i think we should play that underneath i'm not allowed to do that anymore uh, but not true lightning strike um, okay, so dies. our dumb dragon boy arrives. Falls to the floor. Come on, that wasn't playing through your heads. You don't know what that is. All this playing Lightning through your heads is live. Time ticking. Placenta uh, falls to the floor. The greatest line in pop music is history. I'm just doing check marks as fast as I can. Okay, uh, fucking the dragon boy comes back. He looks like shit. The graphics on this dragon look like shit. Yeah, not good. Is that the Lawton dragon? And then it dragon? gets close to them and doesn't attack them, just like all the other big monsters. Well, he... Was that the Lawton dragon? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay. He bopped it. He bopped the thing. He made sure. Kurt Russell get out of uh, season two of this. <laughs> no way. Season two is going to be all about finding Kurt no Russell. Fucking That's way. why they did that. So. No fucking yeah. way. He's, That's why they did it. This dude's not coming back. He saw the writing on the wall. He's like, I am out of here. I'm, he saw I, the check on the wall. And know. he said, I'm back here, baby. Oh, I don't know about that. Nah, you got to watch the footage of how excited he is to have gotten to work with his son. He's into it. Yeah, he got to work with his son he, and he got to work with, with Godzilla. He actually didn't get to work with his son because they're the same person. So it's yeah. just kind of funny. He's in the same show as his son, but he doesn't get to be in any scenes. Um, <laughs> so the dragon's there and then Godzilla comes through the rift, which, you know, you got to love Godzilla coming through some weird colors. Fuck it. Uh, sure. It's fine. I like the dragon scraping his feet on the rift and it's splashing. That was cute. And then we get our only kaiju battle of the entire 10 episode kaiju show. 
He does kick yeah. his ass real good, though. That was the only battle, huh? Yeah, and it's wow. like one minute long to save money on CGI. He just destroys him. Although, yeah, I, I like, like the dragon the... had a vomit attack. I was he about just to say that. I was about to say that. That's, that's how I would attack if I was a kaiju. Or a human. Hell yeah. Yeah, just vomit fucking all over. Uh, but yeah, uh, Lawn Dragon did not stand a chance. Fucking weak. Weak kaiju. Wing just ripped off. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Godzilla, then, yeah. Godzilla ripping our apart. We love to see it. We love our Godzillas. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like I'm glad there was a kaiju kaiju fight, but it was pretty. Uh, for having an entire Godzilla TV show for the first time live action, that's it. Yep. Come on. Very frustrating. Yeah. Very frustrating. And you Wait know what? Season after, two. After Thank watching what it was, I don't trust them to do a longer one. You know, like no. I what's it going? How? gonna be worse i don't know yeah i mean and let's be clear that's just a function of uh cgi i mean yeah totally. it could be better it could be better than that i bet Godzilla's no matter what has my if favorite it's a cgi battle scene it sucks kind of live action any costume. movie i've ever seen this was awful um so they emerge at apex headquarters in 2017 uh favorite part of the show after this whole build-up is keiko sees hiroshi and then, like, fucking Kentaro, I'd like you to meet your grandfather. And she just, like, looks over at Kentaro and then looks away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no hug. Nothing. I already met one grandchild. Yeah, and I, like, I, I get the gist of it. <laughs> she makes a face like she's so overwhelmed. But you said it, Barta, like, she's handling pretty good for all this. She was able to hug Kate. She was able to hug Hiroshi. But then Kentaro gives him yeah. fuck. <laughs> I'm just, he's just like sweating these weird vibes off of him yes. and, and she picks it up instantly i did keep thinking about you know what would be a funny joke and maybe and maybe mean but if because um uh uh fuck because uh Ke keiko is uh was last seen in the 1950s if she was like really homophobic to her, her granddaughter for for holding hands with May. <laughs> Just like, what the hell is this? Uh, I thought that would be... <laughs> that was... I don't know about that choice. I don't know how... I just... Uh, maybe, maybe I'm just going to cut that. Uh, but... <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is like in a show where they're uh, accentuating how the 1950s were worse, right? Like they're... Right. Oh, we didn't even talk about there's that speech that Shaw gave to to her about what what life's like. And he's like, ah, you know, there's new doodads and gadgets. But, you know, people are still being people, blah, blah, blah. Um, it Like, which I don't know, feels very weird. But anyway, they're showing this difference in how men acted back then. So it would be kind of funny if somebody from that era still acted like right. that. And it was the person who was complaining about those things. Right. I, Let's see where your head's at. Yeah, that, that's all I was I was getting at. You know, like it wouldn't I guess it wouldn't be funny if she was just suddenly very uh like a principal character is just like a huge homophobe, <laughs> but like it would be I don't know. I, I mean just it would be about, funny for that would be funny. I mean not not like a good like <laughs> that's a good thing funny, but just I, I just I just thought like humor doesn't always jive with what's right or good. <laughs> I, I just thought like there's no like I think she's gonna effortlessly step into twenty seventeen and there's not gonna be any she friction. She is you know because this is yeah. the show. Yeah. Like 
there isn't yeah there's not there's nothing like i don't just know yeah empty vessel uh, just, yep yeah um the show is kentaro right um right <laughs> so uh then we find out brenda's there oh my god it's apex helping what did they do how did they help we don't know. I thought they drove their own vehicle out. Why did we need Apex? I don't understand. Yeah, they didn't do anything. They just gave her a so, little spot to land in. So they signed on with, like, the devil, like, for nothing. And then, oh, they're on Skull Island. <laughs> There's Kong. Like, why? And it's all just so routine for everyone. They're like, oh, no, Kong's coming again. Everyone get inside. <laughs> it's uh, him it's hitting- like, holy shit, King Kong. <laughs> Him hitting his chest was so funny because it was just like the it the, it was the sound of a kick drum from like a from like a drum machine. Like I'm one thousand percent sure that each each one was just pop 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 pop. Well, they spent all their budget it, on the CGI. I guess. I I will say I don't know when King Godzilla vs Kong is supposed to take place, but I believe this would be the Skull Island facility where they have him in an enclosure already that he escapes or that they let him out of in in Godzilla vs. Kong. So it's kind of interesting that Apex is there because Apex are the bad guys in Godzilla vs. Kong. But, like, fuck them for just doing that. And, we like, why? What does it mean? Why don't you tell us any... Like, it's all... It just felt like a... Sounds like somebody's <gasps> anticipating season two. <sighs> We're not covering it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. We have covered the fucking cartoon King Kong. You guys can cover Uh, it. I don't care. I'm I'm out. Charlie and I will cover it, but we're doing it in one episode. Okay. (laughs) One episode. I don't know if it'll get made. So, okay. Barto doesn't want it to get made. Charlie? Um, Yes, just despite Barto. Do you really want it to get made? I, I don't care. I mean, no, I, <laughs> I don't want to spend only because I watched, I have to watch it twice. You yeah. don't, though. That's, you don't. <laughs> I wouldn't watch it this one that, twice again. I, I regret or, it. Here's what I say. Uh, put out a five episode season. <laughs> instead of a ten episode season. So I, I don't have to spend 20 hours watching it. I can only spend 10 <laughs> That's hours. That's so crazy that you guys spent 20 hours watching this. I, I, okay. Listener, 40 minutes. I, I, get over I texted them yeah. last night and I'm like, I can't believe uh, Apple is so oppressive for not letting me watch this at 1.5 speed. And, and they... They said, we've each watched this twice, which is like watching it at 0.5 speed. And I didn't say anything else to them the rest of the night because that disturbed me. So (laughs) I've been thinking about it all day. You guys sat through this twice. It's so crazy. Watch everything we watch twice. Uh, But uh, I I do think there will be a season two, though. You do think what? I do think that there will be a season two. This has been, hasn't this been pretty well received by by people um i don't know it, it's been like uh whenever i go on to apple it's been like one of their top shows yeah i'm i there were some tweets today too the, about how like i don't know how true this is but it's weird that people were talking about this today about how like apple shows generally get renewed more than other shows if like with lower viewership so i don't know yeah. i and, don't and, we, and i i do want it like i wish I want it because I want it to do better, but I know it won't, so I don't want it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I feel one of the guys behind it is Matt Fraction, who's supposed to be pretty good. I've never 
but he's supposed to be like a good like comic book writer or something. So um, I don't know. Maybe maybe there is actual talent in there that could create something good theoretically. Maybe, uh, maybe. But I, it also, it's continuous. So it probably depends on the success success of the uh, next movie. So we sure. we have to make sure that bombs because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk in the theater. Talk we in- will not be covering the next uh, legendary monster movie. Just throw uh, that out. That's not true. Because that's we true. cannot support it. We can't support it. We can't <laughs> encourage people to. I thought you wanted there to be a season two chart. Um, I'm just doing what Barta wants because he's. I'm trying to do something for a friend here. I do all, want to all renew, of your but... motivations are Barto themed, but they're either a, they're some are antagonistic <laughs> again. Some this is a, a full to make a robust full character needs to be a yes. little contradictory. Fair. Charlie, can we do awards, folks? Yeah, can we do them? Please. Uh, all, right. all right, who's? I'll do a favorite shot. It's Godzilla walking out of the shimmering rays because I'll. That's the only one that I like remember and was like, that's new. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Something in the, something. I actually know the boar, the boar that they stole from Mononoke. I liked the okay. boar. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, I have two. I like um, Godzilla's leathery mouth hole. Um, <laughs> and I like John Goodman on TV. <laughs> Great answer. Oh, I hate. Super- I hate that though because they just have like the they use like the iMovie filter for like old film to like <laughs> it, it. I thought that. Was, so bad, but nice to see John Goodman's face. I, mean, I see where you're coming I, from. That's what? what I what, Yeah, I was not. I was just merely judging it on seeing God, John Goodman. I'm my, sorry my if I don't go thing, in depth on everything as in depth on everything as you do. <laughs> my favorite thing in that scene is that he's Hiroshi's watching the TV, and then there's a knock at the door, and he opens it, and it's Tim, and then he's like, "Guess who else is here?" and opens the door more, and Kataro is hiding behind the door for dramatic effect. Like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? This is your own father, and time is like of the essence. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're like, we have to save our sister. Who's who's dumb cop of the week? Who we got? Kurt Russell for staying behind, likely dying, so that we have no one good acting. Season two. <laughs> uh, when things got tough, he left. Yeah. Keiko's a good um, actor. She is. Um, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. But no, that that was a good dumb cop of the week. And I liked him. Uh, my dumb cop was Hiroshi. For things nice. I've stated already. Like, what the fuck? He's just totally on board with him imprisoning his, his dear Uncle Shaw for... 35 yeah. years or whatever and he's just and even when he changes his mind about everything he still is, he just doesn't give a shit what the fuck bad dad i think that this half of the season had an embarrassment of riches of dumb cops of the week to choose from uh but i'm gonna go with kate for thinking she's the main character and that she's like important and special yeah uh just like a goddamn cop yeah Good answer. Good answers. I mean, Godzilla seems to think it. He looked at her. <laughs> Did he? Did he? Um, everybody that Godzilla looks at is special before he stomps them to death. Uh, Praxis Award. I'm sorry. I'm going with the obvious. It's fucking May for doing the, the leak of the animal testing shit. Uh, great job. Fucking over that company for a year and millions of dollars. Praxis yeah, Award. Definitely. I was going to go with uh, Tim Dog. For um, now, 
Okay, never no, mind. No, no, no. I'm you go. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, never I, mind. I, just, I was right. That's all. <laughs> no. We're made to like him when he didn't do it. What What did he do? Uh, I mean, he was constantly putting his his job in jeopardy, and eventually ended up losing his job to do what he thought was right. Um, and uh, in the last case, it was specifically to save um, to try to save the people from the uh, Axis Mundi. Uh, by working with a world-destroying cybernetics firm. <laughs> but sure, yeah. I mean... Who is working with They Monarch? did bad stuff, too. My, mine did bad stuff, too. They're, everybody did bad stuff. It's it's a good practice award. <laughs> I Better practice than me. That's all I'll say. All right. Okay. While I was watching this yesterday, my dog, just throughout the whole course of the <laughs> evening, losing her fucking mind people walking around upstairs she needed food she needed to go to the bathroom she wanted me to stop and raw this evening out so many times and you know who saw my plate and took care of it my wife my wife wins the practice award for keeping this evening as short as possible and afterwards i had time to finish reading my book because i didn't need to stop 17 times to go take care of my dog hell yeah so and that's you know why what? we're having her and on that's why she next gets episode. to be on yeah Thank you, Pinko. I, too, choose this guy's wife. (laughs) (laughs) Is that two episodes in a row we did that joke? Yeah, it got cut last Uh, time, though, I think. Oh, (laughs) son of a bitch. Um, Uh, But Kiko is the only one who would know anything about what's going on, and uh, Tim saved her. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Tim Tim and um, and Barda's wife. (laughs) Uh, let's do a rating, y'all. We got to do this on the Godzilla scale, which is S through F. F. <laughs> I'm between a D and an F because I did enjoy myself for parts of it, but I think I'm going F. Yeah. I'm going to go S to even things out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. <laughs> That's that. Charlie, is that your final answer? <laughs> I don't know. Charlie just knows I have to pee, and he's trying to he draw this out so as long delighted. as possible. He's so pleased with himself. <laughs> yeah, he's so happy <laughs> right now. This up. Yeah, I'm gonna go with us. <laughs> Hell yeah! Fuck yeah, dude! All right, can I close it out? Yeah. All right, folks, thank you for bearing with us as we got angrier and angrier at this uh, this beautiful, terrible show. Um, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash nogodspod. Dollar a month gets you everything we do. Check it out. You can rate us wherever you're listening to us. It really helps people find us. We've been getting new listeners, which is really exciting, but help us get even more. Give a review. Give five stars. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Blue Sky at nogodspod. And Charlie? Goodman Award to John Goodman. Shows oh, yeah. up on the TV. Thank you. Almost forgot that. Yeah. Goodman, Goodman Award. 